behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix It Radio. And it is that time. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. If you're listening on Tuesday, thank you for that as well. Myself, Charlie Grimes, your engineer, Larry Unger answering phones, of course, and we drug Paul Lewinberger, uh, our favorite insurance agent in here as well. For a lot of you, he's your agent also, but if he's not, he should be. We're going to talk some insurance today and other things, too. So whatever you've got for us, you know, lines are always open. You're welcome to call. Ask any question. Doesn't matter what it is. If it's Tuesday, you can text us a question, even an insurance insurance question, and I can get that to Paul as well and still get that answered. Mainline 303 477 5600, the text line 307 200 8222. How's Paul? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Good morning. Glad you're here. Nice day today. Oh, it's, yeah, it's almost too nice to be in here, but I love this. Is view. what it is. This view is amazing. Yeah, it's pretty tough to beat, isn't it? Oh, it's snow capped mountains in the back, golf course over to the west. Not bad. And we're inside. And we're inside. Yeah. And it, it's going to be a really, really nice day out. So for a lot of you that are trying to get some of those home projects and things done. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about some of those things today as well. But the big, you know, biggest reason I wanted to get Paul on is after watching a lot of what's gone on with the fires up in Boulder County, and I know a lot of you have heard me talk about that on a you know pretty routine basis, but there's been uh, reports now, and Paul's probably watched this closer than even I have, but only 8% of those 1,000-plus homes, 8% of the 1,000-plus homes Think about that number for a second. We're fully insured. That's crazy. 92% of those folks up there are now struggling with what do they do to rebuild because they didn't have, you know, the proper insurance on the front side. And keep in mind, and this is where, again, I want to get Paul in here. This is even for some of the people that moved in there within the last six to 12 months, which Paul, that one, I just don't understand. If you've got a new house you're moving into if you did your due diligence correctly and, and you had a proper agent like yourself, you shouldn't be underinsured that soon after moving in. No, I don't right? understand how it how I it don't happens. get that. Unless you just went online and bought whatever the cheapest insurance you could buy was and did enough to satisfy the mortgage company. And keep in mind, all the mortgage companies looking at is, do you have enough insurance to cover your mortgage? Now, that's another, we'll talk about that today too, but that's another misconception that I think a lot of folks have is they don't realize that the this is a little different than a car. The house, if you've got a million-dollar house and a $500,000 mortgage, do you think the insurance company, or sorry, the mortgage company cares that you have a million dollars of insurance? All they care about is getting their five hundred k back. Yep. That's all they care about, folks. When I think a lot of people up there, you know, you go in there and you, you've, you're moving from out of state and you put down 400000 on the $600,000 home, you got a $200,000 loan, there's no checks and balances. Correct. And again, the, the mortgage company, as long as you've got insurance that's going to exceed the two hundred grand that's owed to them, they, they're they not going to question anything. They don't care. That's where, and we'll get into some of the differences between homeowners versus you know auto policies because there's a lot of differences. There's a lot of fine print. 
There's a lot of things that when you go and buy insurance online, you'll you'll never understand because frankly, they're they're just not telling you that stuff. That's where I really feel you need somebody that's going to give you the straight skinny on what's going on, offer you the best advice, and then be there for you if in fact there's some sort of a claim or something that comes up. Now, on the same token, if you're the person you know, if you're one of those people that says, oh, no, I only want X in insurance. Well, you know, Paul's going to write a policy that says you want X and then something happens. It's on you at that point. A lot of times I'll just walk away. You won't do it, huh? Well, because at the end of the day, when something does happen, you're, you're the bad guy. Short term memory loss. Oh, I don't remember having that conversation. And it's like, but we did. So I just tell people, you know, let's get you where you need to be. And instead of having $100,000 deductible, let's raise you to 1% or 5000 and offset that increase in cost. And most people have been doing it. Okay. What do you see some of the biggest mistakes made in the, you know, insurance purchase side of it? So, you know, you get somebody that's got a current policy, they come to you or they're comparing, you know, one policy to, to yours. And I realize it's not apples to apples in a lot of cases, it's apples to oranges. But what do you see some of the biggest mistakes? I just had one probably a month ago where I had ran the quote, sent them everything over. We were talking about it and it's 125% guaranteed replacement cost. Okay. So her agent was telling her, well, we're the same coverage as Ampac is, but they were at 400 and we were at 500 because they were using the 125% to get to 500. Oh, to so get they, to the 500. So they were underinsuring them and backing it out to where I, I was telling Brenda, I was like, you need to use that as the what if. Correct. You don't take your 500 and no. you go 400 and then the 25 gets you there. And it was just, it was a mess. I mean, everything worked out great, but. It's yeah, just, so, it's, so again, folks, those are one of those things to look at is just because a lot of policies and, and again, Look at your policy and beware of what it says because not everybody even does that 125 the same way, correct? Nope. And a lot of them don't have code and upgrade coverage. A lot of them are just bare bone policies and people just, they look at the dollar amount. I'm paying 1200 a year. It's a good premium. But what are you paying for? What are you getting? And in the case of what happened up in the Marshall Fire, uh, a lot again, a lot of those folks, well, what's going to happen up there is either taxpayers, which I'm... I am a thousand percent against the taxpayer should not have to pick up the tab for somebody not having proper insurance. I'm sorry, especially, especially in a upper middle class area where these people should know better. I'm sorry, folks. I don't have a lot of sympathy when you're buying seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar plus homes. These aren't three hundred thousand dollar starter homes. These are, you know, like I say, middle to upper middle income. In fact, in some cases, these are two million dollar homes. You're not properly insured. I, as a taxpayer, shouldn't have to write a check to make that up. Uh, no. That's not, I, I'm sorry. I, I, that's where I, I'll lay the law down. I'm just not, I'm not a fan of that at all. And up there, I will tell you right now, I've read numerous stories. And do I feel bad for anybody that's lost a home? Yes, I, I have. I've been that person. I know what that feels like. I also know what it's like to be fully insured, be properly insured, I guess I should say, to where at least the pain of all of what you've gone through with the fire, at least you know at the end of the day, financially, I'm not going to take a hit. That's a lot of peace of mind at the end of the day that there's, again, 92% of the folks up there don't have that right now. Well, a lot of people that have called me up last time I was on, we were talking about, I've had people call me up and we're increasing coverage, but they don't want to necessarily pay the difference. I used your example with almost everybody. I'm like, well, if you had to take a $100,000 loan out with principal and interest and you're paying four fifty a month on that loan to get your house rebuilt or you pay $50 a month right. for the coverage on your home and almost everybody's relates to that and like that makes perfect sense now you give me a kickback on that yeah. no. <laughs> but it does because people don't well that that's that's to me 
you've got to relay this to people in the real world where if this were to happen, this is what the real cost is going to be to you at the end of the day. And the folks up there in Louisville right now, trust me, Louisville Superior, they are experiencing exactly what we're talking about to the point where if you take a drive up there, uh, my son Richard called me even last uh, Saturday. They were up there tooling around looking at some things and just taking a drive. Uh, The amount of lots that are now for sale which probably means, I don't know this for sure, but probably means there wasn't enough coverage. They've decided to take whatever coverage they've got, tack that onto whatever they can sell the lot for, and then they'll go move someplace else at the end of the day is what they'll do because they just can't afford to rebuild where they're at currently. Well, and you've got three to five years of waiting. and I think that's Get in line. Yep. Yeah, that's the other problem, too. But but again, this is where if you've got, and it, I've experienced this myself, folks. So if you've got really good, solid insurance and you have a total loss, even having the right coverage for the cleanup side, there's a lot of folks up there. I, I went through my own uh, area up in Granby last weekend, and there are still home sites in that Granby area that have not been cleaned up, which tells you either they didn't have any insurance for it, they don't have the money to clean it up, there wasn't any any, any insurance at all, because I will tell you right now, getting your site just cleaned up, not counting, digging out the foundation and all that, but just cleaning the debris up and having that hauled away is about a 10k for you know for an average 2,000 square foot home it's about 10k just to have the stuff hauled off it's expensive and and again that is how should I say this Paul that's typically in the insurance policy providing you've looked at all of that and you've got the proper coverage there yeah we've got ours has about a five to seven percent built in so in a four hundred thousand dollar house you're gonna have twenty thousand dollars give of or cleanup take. money yeah of debris removal. Which typically is going to be enough. In fact, that's probably more than you need, but that's that's what you want. You want to make sure you've got more than you need. And again, this is where a lot of those folks that haven't had things cleaned up yet, you just have to wonder, is it is it because of a, a coverage issue where there's just not enough? Ca- in my particular case, I never had to write the check. I just sent invoices off to the insurance company. They sent the check and done deal you, you don't even have to dink around with anything it makes it really really easy again if you've got the right coverage on the front side it's one of those things you've got to sit down and look at how often paul uh, and i've got my own feelings on this but in this day and age with as many changes as we've got inflation uh, supply chain issues construction issues and so on how often should somebody be reviewing their policy i'd say at least every renewal okay. maybe every two years like right now, definitely everybody should be re- re- reviewing stuff. I, I yeah. In fact, I'm 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 fast. I, I think you should do it more than what Paul says. Now I'm not him. I'm not an agent, so I you know I, I don't have any stake in the game. But I, I'm a guy where at least annually you should be pulling your policy out, looking at where things are at. What are the, what prices have changed in your particular area? You know, have you experienced in your area a you know ten, fifteen, twenty percent increase in the cost to rebuild? Uh, and and how do you know that? Um, that's one of those things where you can follow the trends. You can actually ask some of the folks that are in the construction world. They'll tell you what the prices of things are, are going, and they'll tell you what a, what a square foot price, you know, per square foot price to rebuild is. And and that's, you know, it, it's public knowledge to a point. So in other words, if you went and and, and did a uh, internet search of you know what's the average construction price in my area, what's the average per square foot price in my area, 
you'll get some feedback back out of that. But depending upon where you are and the type of finishes you had and what you want to replace with, that will vary that per square foot price quite a bit, actually. When I tell people, too, the minute you do solar panels, finish the basement, remodel the kitchen, remodel a half bath, you you know, you change out carpet for carpet, you've not done anything. Correct. You pull out carpet, put in hardwood or tile. That's a different deal. You got to call your agent. Change all that. Yep. Okay. So again, folks, uh, questions, by the way, for Paul, he's always with, or not always, but he's with us here about every, I don't know, we try to get him in once a quarter if we can. He's got a busy schedule just like the rest of us, but we have him from time to time. We have him now today, have him through drive radio as well. We'll talk about some of the auto stuff here when we get into drive radio. But if you have a question for Paul, please let us know. 303-477-5600. You can also text us at 307 200 8222 One of the things I want to get into is is uh, deductibles, umbrellas, some things along those lines we'll talk about here in a moment as well. So, guys, hang tight. We're going to come right back. This is Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof, but what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical, heating, and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. 
Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, Yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. I'm John Rush, host of Drive Radio, Fix-It Radio, and also Rush to Reason. I'm also a business owner and a business coach. Even though I love being on air and talking to all of you on a regular basis, the job I love the most is helping other business owners achieve their dreams. I've helped business owners who have owned a job become actual business owners. I do this through the installation of systems and helping them with their leadership skills so they can truly run their business instead of the business running them. If you're tired of your business running you and you want the freedom you sought in owning your own business, call me for a free consultation. I would love to help you and your business attain the goals you've always had. Go to RushMediaInc.com and send me an email. You can also use the text line 307-200-8222. Stop being a slave to your business and contact me today. All right, talking insurance today, Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. I'll get into some other things here in a moment. Uh, also, around the house, irrigation, some of that. I've got a couple of notes here I want to cover with you guys as well today. Uh, it, if you haven't started up irrigation system, now is the time to do that. And by the way, we'll talk, to, we'll talk about water and flooding and some things like that with Paul as well. But I wanted to talk deductibles and umbrella policies next with Paul because I think that's one of those areas, too, that folks, uh, A, you feel like, Hey, insurance keeps going up and up and up. Yes, it does. And I've said this for years, and it has nothing to do with Paul sitting here or not. Insurance companies do their best to not lose money, and if they do, they make it up somewhere. Yep. That's what they do. Well, and there was a number that came out a couple months ago that we're now, like, number two in the United States for cat losses. Mm. But we're ahead of Florida. We're ahead of Oklahoma. We're ahead so of Colorado, Texas, yeah. as you mean. With the hailstorms and the hailstorms, fires. fires, and so on, we're okay. So we're number two. I wow. can't remember who number one is, but yeah, we're ahead of Florida, Louisiana, all those states with the hurricanes. Which is why your rates are going to increase because, again, as 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 insurance companies have to pay out on those claims, they, again, they're going to make that up in other areas, and they do that by charging everybody else, you know, an increase in premiums to cover those losses, and that's what insurance companies do now. How do you combat some of those increases? I've got my own ways of doing it. Paul knows me, and I'm a guy, and I know that this goes against the grain of what you know a lot of folks look at, but I look at insurance differently than probably most do, and it's partially why I, I like teaming up with Paul. So we'll talk about the rebate program that American 
National has in a moment as well. But I I like to be, I guess you could call it self-insured up to a point in as many things as I possibly can. What I mean by that is I want the highest deductibles I can get, and I'll cover all of the small stuff on my own. I don't need an insurance company to pick up the tab for all the little things. I only want it for the catastrophic end of things. It's sort of like life insurance. I, I only want it if something major happens. Other than that, I frankly, I don't need it. I'll handle things on my own. But in doing that, I want to save money in paying for that catastrophic insurance. And the higher the deductible, the cheaper the premium gets, right? Yep. When I met, I quoted a guy probably a year, year and a half ago that was a referral. He was getting dropped by a company, and, he, and I pulled all his stuff, and I got his report for his claims because they stay on your record for five years. He had like a $1,700 claim. $2,300 claim than a $30,000 claim. And he couldn't get insurance anywhere because he was considered high risk. Because he had those three claims. Well, Wells Fargo was getting him insurance through their company. And it was going to be like nine grand a year wow. versus 2500 a year. And he was mad. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't ever file. If you've got a $2,500 water bill, you know, from water damage in a $1,000 deductible, don't, never. Don't, no, don't file that. No. Ne- never do because it's going to come back. If that's your only claim you ever have, that's fine. But then three months later, you get hit with hell. Now you've got two claims. Then three months after that, you have a pipe break in the basement. Now you got an $8,000 claim. Now you're high risk because of the number of claims, frequency. And and that's not just a particular insurance company that looks at that. That's all of them, right? That's all of them. Here, here's a question I have for you that I don't know that I've ever asked. When it comes to the underwriting of insurance... Is every company independent in the way they underwrite, or is there an underwriting, you know, like overall company that, that says this is how things need to be for all insurance companies, or is there a combination of? It's all independent, but it's kind of the same rule of thumb. Okay. So most underwriters for the insurance companies are going to look at it very similarly. Yeah, like theft claims are, they're the worst claims you can have because there's just that, you don't know if there's fraud or not because theft is just. It's based on what you're telling us in the police report, so you can't really prove it like hail. There's hail damage. Theft, you just Hale's don't know. Hail's an act of God, so yep. it, it, it happened. So like for us, if, if they've had a, a pretty good-sized theft claim over five dollars $6,000 in the first five in five years, we really got to sell it to the underwriter to get to get them uh, to accept it. I didn't it. know that. Well, learn something every day. Yeah, and, then, and if somebody's got more than – if it's two claims – you can kind of get it through, but if it's three claims, it's always no in the first five in five years. Really? So if you've had three claims in five years, you're going to be high risk. Yep, and you're probably not going to get insurance with anybody. Uh, the, the, what you mean is the standard companies. Yep. You'll get it with the high risk companies, and you'll pay more money, but you're not going to get it with your regular run of the mill standard companies. Well, and that's right. I was telling the guy. I said, you know, you 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 got basically four almost five thousand dollars in checks with two claims. Now you're paying 7000 more in premium, and you're going to pay that for the next three years. It wasn't worth it. So you're, you're paying twenty one here on the right side to get 5000 on the left. It's not worth it. But his attitude was, is, well, that's what insurance is for. And I told him, I'm like, it's, no, not, it's, a, not. it's not a maintenance policy. No, it's, it's not. And thank you. And it's one of the things we've even – I've got an ad even running right now that I redid for Paul here just recently that basically that's exactly what that ad says. I was specific about how he wrote that where – Insurance should not be for maintenance. Insurance is exactly what it says. It's an insurance policy. You, especially you guys that are conservatives and believe the way I do, you should be taking care of the small stuff on your own. It'll save you money over, over time anyways, by the way. They're going to get their money back. That's right. Happens you know? one way or the other. And for the, you know, and I tell people all the time when we're talking deductibles, if you go to 5000 
you've eliminated all the small claims, but if you weren't going to claim them anyway, you're fine. And on a $50,000 claim to get a $45,000 check, it's going to work. Okay. Now, the folks that had a catastrophic loss, like like the folks up in the Marshall Fire, even Granby, where I was, how does that affect them down the road as far as you know their policies and such go? Is that one of those kind of... The insurance company looks at it as this, you know, freak of nature. It typically is not going to happen again, and it wasn't anything they did. How, how does that get looked at by the insurance company? It just depends. If it's like an electrical fire, it's it stays on your record. I mean, it's going to stay on your record for five years, but if it's like Boulder, Granby, I mean, it's still going to count against you, but it's not as bad as if it's an a because it was a total, I mean, it, it was something where it hit widespread. Yes. You weren't the only person that burned down. I mean, you and all of your neighbors, I mean... You know, one of those things, I guess is what I'm thinking, is they're looking at it as it's an act of God. And you, nobody could have done anything about it. It just is what it is. Yep. And, you know, electrical fire, something on the inside. That's different, right? A pot burnt because you forgot it on the stove. Okay. There's more negligence on that side. Okay. But, I mean, you're still going to get deemed both ways. Right. But it's, people just, a lot of people just don't understand it. They just would rather have the low deductible because if they have a $4,000 you know, dishwasher leaks, they're going to claim them. And like with Ampac, you go three years without making a claim, and we're giving you 25% of your money back every year from the third yeah, year. Talk, real quick, talk about that. Get get more in depth on how that works. Cause I, I do my best to explain that, but I probably don't do as well as I should explain how that works. So let's just, for easy math, if you're paying $1,000 a year for home and auto, mm-hmm. you get to your third year of not having a claim. On that third year, we give you $250 back in a check from your first year premiums. Fourth year, you get 25% of the second year. Fifth year, the third year. You file a claim, then you got to go three years and you're back in again. Okay. So a lot of people, even on the auto side, will have a little fender bender back into a parking, you know, a parking stall at King Supers. $1,500 claim, they just, you don't claim those. Well, you, Paul and I went through this a few years ago where I had a particular vehicle that somebody had sideswiped me. It was not my fault. It was a hit and run. It would have gone on my insurance had I decided to turn that in. But we sat down, looked at what my rebates were going to continue to be. Of course, I've got connections in the in the automotive world to get things fixed and can do things myself. Again, I'm in a little unique situation as far as that goes. But we were basically able to sit down and say, okay, here's what my out-of-pocket's going to be if I fix this. Here's what my out-of-pocket's going to be the next three years because I'm going to lose my my rebates the next three years, I sat down, did the math pretty quickly. And it was like, mm, this is, I'll fix this. This isn't worth turning in. Even yeah. though it was a hit and run. Yeah. Because I mean, the, the claim would never count against you as a driver, but in Colorado, that's a claim against your cash back. You know, and you look at three years and if it's two fifty a check, that's $750 that you just lost. Plus your deductible. Right. So if you have a thousand dollar deductible, right. now you're at seventeen fifty. You might as well just fix it. Yeah. Again, these are the things, too, by the way, if you've got a really solid agent like Paul, these are the conversations when these sorts of events come up. I just got a message, by the way, from Dave Hart at RoofMax, one of our other great sponsors, that says, I still get calls regularly for leaks, and they want to know if they should call their insurance company and or they've already called the insurance company. No, folks. Small leaks where, you know, you're going to have Dave out and spend less than $1,000 to fix a roof leak. You, you don't turn those in. I don't care what your deductible is. You just don't turn those in. Because let's say, for example, it's a, I don't know, he comes out, he fixes a leak, and it's 1500 bucks and you've got a $500 deductible. So you're going to turn a $1,500 claim in for $1,000, basically. People do it, though. It's dumb. Do and- not do that. You're not, you're not gaining anything by doing that. When I just don't know how the other agents 
out there with all the other companies if they just chalk it up to say yep go ahead and here's the claim number do it but i always walk through everybody that's got questions you know on, on what how they should handle it especially like if you've got a youthful operator and they back into a pole or something and you're talking twenty five hundred dollars worth of damage you don't want that on their driving record true you don't want to lose your cash true. back good point because what happens if they have that you claim it and then three weeks down the road they rear in somebody and it's a no, it's 70, a big deal. Now it's a seventy-five thousand dollar claim. Now they've got two accidents. I see. And the first one didn't necessarily have to be there. Nope. Okay. More questions for Paul along any of those lines. Please call us. I know there's a lot of questions that, that come up on this, and I learn something every single time I've got Paul on. And as you guys all know, I know a lot about the insurance side just from doing this all the years I've done it in business, and then of course having a close relationship with Paul and owning more cars than I should and going through the <laughs> going through this stuff on a routine basis. I, you know, I do know a lot, but I don't know it all. I'm always calling or asking Paul, Hey, what about X? You know, what about such and such? Or I need to add such and such, or I need to change such and such. This is what Paul does on a daily basis. So if you got a question for us, please let us know. 303-477-5600. You can text us as well. I'll check the text line. I've got a couple of messages that have come in. I'll check that here in just one minute. Fix it radio KLZ 560. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof, but what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical, heating, and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740 or you're financing a condo versus a single family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees? Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. 
Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees? Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra costs. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. Serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. All right, Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. And again, my good friend Paul Lewinberger, my insurance agent as well, is with us. And uh, somebody called in earlier, too, wanting to know how to get a hold of Paul. It's easy. You can call 303-662-0789. And on our websites, it's actually listed, you know, Paul's got a little acronym. It's Chrome Insurance. We'll talk about that even in the drive radio end of things. But it's American National Insurance is the overarching company that the insurance written under. But Chrome is sort of this this car division, I guess you could say, of, of Ampac that Paul's involved in. So if you see the little Chrome logo, you actually know that's Paul on our websites. But again, his direct line, 303-662-0789. Tom, welcome. What's going on, sir? got a question on deductible and comprehensive. Okay. I got a 2000, uh, 2013 Silverado and a 2008 uh, RAV4, and I'm still carrying comprehensive and collision. Should I be dropping that? How many miles is on the 08? On the 08, it's about 150. Oh, 08's about 170. And on the 13, it's about 150. I'm not an agent, but what I would tell you as a car person is, this is a cash flow issue for you as much as anything. In other words, if either one of those cars were totaled by you, now another insurance company, if somebody else totals it, you know they're going to be on the on the you know on the hook to pay you. But let's say you total it, something happens, or it gets stolen, one of the two. Yeah. What can you afford to lose? So on the 2008 Rav4, that's probably still worth around 10 grand. Can you take a 10 grand hit? No. Then you need to have comprehensive on it at that point. When I tell people to look at the cost, if it's if you're going to take comprehensive arsenic and it's costing you twenty dollars a month to keep it on there, that twenty dollars a month is better than having to get a car payment. Correct. Now, uh, no, yeah, if you, no, it, no, and the kind of way I look at it, Tom, again, is it really is your cash flow and what Paul just said as well. Typically, though, if you've got a car, it's completely paid for. It's in that you know five k range or so. In other words, it's an older vehicle. Uh, you could go out and replace it for that. In that case, I probably wouldn't carry comp and collision. But when it starts getting into that, you know, most most used cars, you know, today that are 
even 20 years old or newer, it's going to be tough to replace that on your own. Yeah, you got a point there. Well, can I move on to another question? Sure. I've got a should, uh, can I keep, uh, you would know this, uh, a freezer in my barn in an unheated space? Can a guy do that? Oh, yeah. Through the winter and sure. the summer? Nope, won't, won't bother him. Oh, no, all. not at all. You'll be fine. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, people don't, don't people don't realize, but the you know the compressor and the way that all works, it's generating heat. If you ever go to the back of that freezer area where the compressor and that's at, it actually will be hot from that that you know the, the convection of what it's doing to make uh, the freezer actually you know function. You know the way it's you know using the freon and cooling and so on. There's heat generated. You know there's there's a transfer method there, and yeah, being out in a in a barn like that, not going to bother anything, Tom. Okay, thanks a bunch. Have a great weekend. You're very okay. welcome, Tom. And the way air conditioning works in a vehicle or in a freezer like that is taking the ambient air and cooling, you know, using that to cool things down and create that convection, if you would. I know I'm not saying that exactly right, but you guys get the drift there because it's, it's, a, it's a heating and cooling. It's an expansion contraction is what it is. And, you know, to send that through the, the cooling tubes, if you would, uh, actually having it colder actually makes the air conditioning more efficient. Same thing with your car. If it's 100 degrees out, your air conditioning is not going to function as well as it is if it's 60 degrees out. It's just the way it is because you're only going to drop the, you know, the temperature by X amount of degrees uh, in, in your air conditioning in your vehicle. I know a freezer is a little different than that, but it's different because you're never opening and closing the lid much. Every time you do, it has to kick in and get things cooled back down. But, yeah, having having one out there. The other thing about that, too, that a lot of people worry is, oh, it's so cold, I'm going to freeze all the componentry in the freezer. No, if it's running and plugged in and it's out there in that particular uh, end of things, you're you're not going to bother anything at all. Think Think about it this way, too, folks. How many outside Coke machines, Pepsi machines, do you see in our area where it could be 10 below outside and it's still plugged in and running? They're all over. So you'll see, and by the way, they're working the exact same way your freezer is at home. So having that Coke machine, pot machine, you know, that's kind of for me was always the telltale signs. Wait a minute, if these things will work outside, everything else will as well. And they're insulated to where even a Coke machine doesn't freeze the ingredients inside because it's insulated enough to where it won't. It keeps that constant temperature on the inside to have a nice cold Coke pop, you know, call it whatever you want to, soft drink, whatever. I mean, because there's all sorts of different machines now, Gatorade, you name it. But you you rarely see one that's cold enough where you're, you're you know, bringing one out with ice crystals in it. Typically, that's a setting on the machine itself, not because it's so cold outside as far as ambient air is concerned. So, yeah, there's your answer. Wouldn't those machines have to work harder in the summer? Yes, they do, much harder. So it's probably better in the winter than a 120-degree barn. Correct, correct. So, yeah, in in that case, no, having one outside in a barn, uh, no problem. It's more of what Paul just said. I'd be more worried about it in the summertime where the barn might be 85 degrees inside. Now, yes, it is working much harder to keep things frozen. That's where if you can keep it in sort of a a consistent temperature as far as your freezers go. That's why a lot of people put them in the garage or they'll put them in the basement. Now, here's a question for you, Paul, when it comes to, uh, you know, damage on a home. And this is where I think it gets a little bit confusing. Let's talk water for a moment because this is another big deal when it comes to what happens in Colorado. Flood insurance is something totally different from what you normally get with your normal house, your normal homeowner's policy, correct? Yes, it's groundwater coming in. Yeah, so it's outside source coming in, filling in the house, doing damage. That's a different claim than a pipe bursting, right? Correct. 
Okay. So most people out there that buy a house, if it's in a flood zone, it's required by the mortgage. Now, if Correct. you don't, if you don't, if you don't have a loan, you you could still insure the house fine, and then you can opt out of the flood. So I'll have a lot of people that will find houses that they fall in love with, but then they go, oh, it's in a flood zone. So now I'm paying a hundred dollars a month for home insurance, hundred dollars a month a for flood. Yeah, and another hundred for that. In and, a lot of cases, they, they, or more, they walk away from them. Yeah, and, then in some in cases the, that happens. In the flood, you, certain companies will only let you get certain deductibles, but flood will only cover up to two hundred fifty thousand. Period. That's the most you can get with flood insurance. And most people try to do the ten thousand dollar deductible just to get that premium down. But I see. If you're in a flood zone and it's high risk, most people you're talking two, three thousand a year. The other thing I would look at too is reason I wanted to bring this up is there are folks out there listening where. You may not necessarily be in that flood zone, but you're close enough to where if there was some sort of a major, major rain event, you may still end up getting flooded. In other words, maybe you're just on the edge of the flood zone. You should really think highly about how that works because the the floods we had back in Boulder, I believe, was 2013. Again, a lot of folks lost property weren't able to recover that property because they might have been up on the side of a hill where flood insurance wasn't required but if the hillside slid down and it was a, it was because of a flood they're not covered right yep most people don't think about those things well and if you're not like i'm working on a guy right now on a two million dollar home and he wants flood and he's a little bit up on a hill it's 400 bucks a year okay because he's not in the flood zone so it's not it's even, not that expensive because they know the risk isn't as great th- there really is no right risk He's not even by any water. Unless it's something like I just mentioned. Yeah. He, he's probably thinking like I am. Okay, what if we have some sort of major catastrophic, catastrophic event and the hillside slides down? Yep. Well, now he's going to be covered, and that's probably why. And by the way, I think he's smart. I would do the same thing if well, I were him. 20 bucks a month or 30 bucks a month. It's cheap. Yeah. That's cheap insurance. So that's one that, yes, I would go ahead and spend the money on as well so all right we're gonna take a quick time out we got a call coming in we won't go anywhere we'll be right back this is fix it radio my good friend paul lewenberger my insurance agent with me he'll be here through drive radio as well but we'll be right back fix it radio klz 560 want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now take aim affordable interest mortgage 720-895-0500 we have been showing coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost. 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. And where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass 
fiberglass repair services offer limited warranties or worse, none at all. You can trust the original Novus Pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to our website, drive-radio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass, a proud sponsor of Drive Radio. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof. But what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Fix It Radio, KLZ 560, talking insurance today. Paul Lewinberger, my agent, with me today as well. Uh, Jeff in Western Montana. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, good morning, John. Good morning, sir. I may have uh, mentioned this before on your program. I think I have. I'm not sure it was with this guest, that um, Colorado has a mine subsidence protection program that a lot of people are not aware of, and that's uh, basically anybody who uh, has a privately owned residential structure constructed in an area of historical mining, coal mining, before uh, February of 1989. And uh, what it does is it provides up to $100,000 in the event of a mine subsidence underneath you. We lived in Rock Rim and up in the north side of Colorado Springs, mm-hmm. and I got this up there because we were right on top of a, a huge coal mine up there. And... Uh, and the cost of the program is uh, basically there's an inspection fee of $200, and then you have to pay a $35 a year fee for three years. So basically after uh, with an investment of $305, you're protected for the, li- for the life of the time hmm. you own the property. Yeah, great info. And uh, so, yeah, if you ever um, have a problem with subsidence, 
then uh, you can get up to $100,000 from the state. There's a grant okay. to uh, mitigate the issue. So that, and so, for those of you listening in this area, it's anybody really up in this northwest area of the Denver area or what you were talking about, Jeff, and there it's in a lot of places, but really even folks that are listening to me now, Erie, Lafayette, Louisville, parts of Boulder, Superior. I mean, I can go down the list up in that area, Jeff. Yep, and uh, the beauty of it was is it was they had they do an inspection in your house to make sure you're not already damaged. But uh, I mean, the cost of you can't get any hardly anything for three hundred five bucks anymore. Right, that gives you lifetime protection. Maybe other than on the late night uh, infomercial channels, I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's not insurance, so it's uh, but it is something you can get from the state and. We actually looked at buying some houses that were, we found out later, were like one or two doors down from people that actually experienced. Oh, wow. And I mean, some serious stuff. You know, they were having uh, uh, foundations starting to move downhill mm. on things. So, mm. um, Good to know. Yeah. Yep. So hope that can help somebody. Yeah, that's awesome. There. No, Jeff, thank you. That That's huge. Appreciate that very much. And, yeah, that's great info. So those of you that are in some of those areas and by the way paul and i both will do some investigative work on that and and possibly even put some links up on the website and that where you folks can have uh easier access to that so uh, thanks for that we appreciate it jeff john welcome what's going on oh not much how are you guys today? good sir hey paul hey how's it going buddy good i was going to call you but then i heard you were going to be on the air and i figured this was a good question for everybody my wife and i my well it's my wife's but we own a townhouse in Texas okay. in, a, in a development. We pay, you know, we pay a homeowner's fee for exterior maintenance. But I keep hearing things, horror stories about $30,000, $50,000 special assessment. Mm-hmm. Do you, is that something I can get through you as a writer on my homeowners? Not on the home, but on condos, because what happens is if, if, if you're covering drywall in and the HOA's covering the exterior, roof, siding, that stuff, and a hailstorm comes in, a lot of those HOA's will have like a 1% deductible, which could be a $900,000 deductible. So they'll go in and assess right. all the homeowners $30,000 to pay the difference. And like with us, for 30000 it's 10 bucks a year. Okay, what what I'm saying is I you're already my insurance agent for uh, home and cars. Is that something we could just add into the policy? You have to add it on. I'm actually just got licensed in Texas, so we could do that condo for you. We would just add it on the condo policy, our townhome policy. Okay. Because on homeowners, we're covering the whole thing, so there is no assessment. Right. 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 No, but what I'm saying for the condo in Texas, would that be part of like my whole policy. Yeah, part of your homeowners. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not I a rider. You just so, put that into the policy. We would just have to write a separate policy on the Texas condo, which I can do now, and then we would just add that that endorsement on that condo policy, and it's 10 bucks. Yeah, okay. And then, uh, yeah, so that was my question. So, like, 10 bucks would stop us if they had to do a roof and it cost a million bucks, and we had a, you know, when they assessed us, that would cover it. Yep. Yeah. Minus uh, your deductible. So if they assessed you thirty thousand, we'd give you a check for twenty nine. Those are hands down the easiest claim to write. I mean to pay because usually people give us the loss assessment letter, send it into the claims department, and there's a check within twenty four hours. Perfect. That's what I wanted because I've been hearing horror stories all over about, uh, especially in the Colorado area where 
townhouse developments, condo associations, you know, the roof gets trashed in a bad storm and everybody's getting hit with a big assessment. Yeah, I've said on some of those meetings to where people don't want to pay more in HOA fees. So the HOA raises the deductible with the insurance company and you could be over a million dollars just in deductible for a catastrophic claim yeah. that knocks out 100 units. Yeah. And we're one, there's not a whole lot of companies that offer loss assessment, but it's cheap, cheap coverage. Okay. Well, I'll be getting you calling you this week. Okay. Awesome. Uh, well, you know what? I've got your email. I'll just shoot you an email and we can start that. That's easier. Yeah, just email me the address and I'll start working on it. All right. Thanks, Paul. Good stuff. Thanks, Thanks, John. John. No, appreciate it very much. So there you go, folks. Paul's also licensed in Texas. So uh, if uh, you need anything down in that area, he can handle it. When did you get all that done? About a month ago. So I've got Texas, Nevada, Arizona, Colorado, Wyoming. Nice. So you you can write all of those areas. So all you snowbirds that have other places you go to, Paul can help you with all that as well. Arizona rates are ridiculous. (laughs) Really? You can take a half million dollar home in Colorado that's three thousand a year. Take take that same home, put it in Arizona with a concrete tile roof, and it's four hundred bucks a year. Why is that? There's no, there's just no weather. You don't have basements. You don't have the the cold for the frozen pipes. You don't have hail. You got concrete tile roofs. I mean, there's just no claims in Arizona weather related. I mean, really, the only ones you run into is theft and that's it. Just weird stuff. But you're not gonna have a broken pipe in the basement that. I guess Floods. that's true. But it's just the heat, right? Yeah. That's the only thing you really have to deal with. And just Arizona. But, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, auto insurance is a little bit more, but home insurance is 75% cheaper down there. Really? I, I had no idea. What's Texas like? It's about the same as here. As here? Yeah. Because of their claim history and so on, or what? Yeah, just I think just overall everything. It's, a, it's about the same. I've only done maybe four home policies. I don't know from company to company what the difference is but when i compare colorado to texas auto rates are about the same and home rates are about okay. the same russ what's going on sir hey how you doing today good what's going on um, man appreciate it uh you were talking about the uh putting a fridge in a barn or yeah in your yeah, garage. yeah yes there's just a couple of things you do need to look at um one actually is, freezer in the barn need, yeah or freezer um you need to if they have the coils underneath you need to make sure you clean that at yes. least once a good, year. Good point, because they'll get full all kinds of crud. Yeah, and yep. good point. like to move in there in the wintertime. Yes, because it's warm. Like I said, there is a warm spot on them. Yeah. You so would, you, most you people wouldn't think that. Sure. You think freezer, it's always cold, but no, they generate heat. Yeah, they generate a lot of heat, actually. Yeah, yeah actually, more than you think they do. Yeah, that's right. Good point, Russ. Yeah. I yeah, know so, you're right. Yeah, the critters yeah. love them. Yeah, so you just got to make sure, you know, either right after winter, you. You clean the bottom out, make sure you don't have anybody living in there because they'll just plug your coils up and you'll lose everything. Yep, good point. And uh, the other thing is with your fridge, like if you have a fridge in a garage or something, mm-hmm. you just need to look at the heat differential that that fridge is able to produce. Great point. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, what I was um, saying earlier is it's a lot like your car. I mean, it's only changing, you know, from the ambient air so many degrees down and that's where, you know, if you're in a barn that's 100 degrees, it's not going to be as efficient as one that's 60 degrees. Well, it may not be able to freeze. Great point. Um, Great point, Russ. You're yeah, right. That's correct. With with your heat differential, if you hit 100 degrees yep. and your fridge is only able to do 50, 
it can only drop at 50 degrees. That's below. a great. No, you you bring up a great point. Again, this is this is very very similar. Well, it's literally the same technology that's in your car going down the road, Russ. It's just being used in a different application. Yeah, it's no different. Yeah, so that's that. That's that a great my point. Thing is, is if you have something in a garage that you know your garage is going to get hot. In the summertime, keep the door cracked a couple inches so you keep the air moving through there. Yeah, great to point. Keep the garage cooled off. Um, so here, here's a dumb question that you thing. may or may not know. Given the fact that we run reefers all the way, you know, across the country all the time, all different temperatures and so on, it's another reason why I knew you could put a freezer out in freezing cold because we run reefers all over the place. But in the summertime, Arizona, 120 degrees, how do they keep a reefer working efficiently and able to keep things cold in that environment, Russ? Um. I think it's just they have a huge heat. Um, just, just the huge, just the size of the unit itself. Yeah, it's just massive. Okay. If you've ever, if you've ever messed with one, but that heat coil, the coil that is on there, is almost the entire frontage, the front side of that whole unit. No, well, that makes sense. Um, so, so there's just so just much sheer capacity. They've just got enough capacity to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and if I mean, if you want to put AC in your garage and you're out somewhere. That's the way to do it. Yeah, agree. You will get cold, dry air. Good point. <laughs> Actually, I knew a guy that had one. That that's what he'd done. That's awesome. Pulled the reefer off the front of a trailer. <laughs> That's pretty so. funny, actually. That's hilarious. So, All right. Good point, Russ. Thank you. Thanks for the tip and the info. And, yes, that, that's that's great information on that. Steve, hang tight. We'll get you at Drive Radio as soon as we come back. He's got a windshield repair question. We're going to answer that as well. So, guys, we are going to be here for uh, three more hours, by the way. For listening to us on Tuesday, Rush to Reason follows. Uh, if you've got a question for Paul, you can call him directly, or you can actually text as well, 307 200 307 282-22. If you want to get Paul, get a hold of Paul directly, 303-662-0789. Drive Radio's next. Don't go anywhere. This is KLZ 560.